today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Right now, uh, Adam Oldfield and Tech Talk, of course, uh, brought to you by Vacuman. Adam, of course, is the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuman. How are you doing today? You know, I every day, it's always a new adventure. I always always learn a little something new going on in the world. And, you know, it would be good if the Prime Minister actually had us on there, Bill. I think you and I would do would serve our country well if we got to do Tech Talk just to combine it with the whole, you know, announcement that he makes uh, at this time, just so we can get back on our regular 11 a.m. Uh, or 11.30 a.m. Uh, uh, timeline. Time I think we have a lot to offer to the Prime Minister when it comes to tech and how it's going to impact the world. Well, drop an audition talk, tape off at, Queen, at uh, Parliament Hill there, and I'm sure that they'll entertain that idea. Actually, I don't know what he's going to do, because I don't think he's going to be in his house today, because he said he went back to the office yesterday. So that, that's worth tuning in for right there. You're not at the office, though. No, no, I'm I'm at home, and I've set up a home office that is, um, it, it actually doesn't make me want to leave. In fact, I can tell you I may have to get a new chair because I'm starting to just, like, seal to it. It was funny, I said to my wife the other day, you know how I love tech, and I've got my smartwatch, which you and I haven't seen each other for a while. Anyway, my, yeah. my smartwatch said to me, hey, congratulations, you got 99 steps in today. And I thought, 99 steps, because I'm so much closer to the bathroom. The worst part of this, Bill, is that it said, congratulations you beat yesterday's score of only 86 steps. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine's been talking to me, too. Yesterday gave me something. says, are you going to move it all today? So you just you got to be careful. It's a lot easier to, to be at work and count the steps that way. How do you, how do you keep in touch with me? Because you're a, a social guy. Uh, yeah. You can't just sit there in isolation. I mean, you know, this, you've got to have contact. And we talked on that briefly a little bit last week on the program that uh, people are, are looking at new ways, and in some cases, uh, brand new ways for them to get back and forth. I mean, social media is obviously one way to, to, to be in touch with other folks, but a lot of these other uh, platforms are being used, too. Zoom seems to be pretty popular these days. Well, it really exploded when the when the first, uh, you know, kind of isolation was sort of in, in, uh, applied and educations were looking at, like, how do we communicate with the students? And Zoom was uh, one of those small uh, points of, of software that was really a, an underdog. If you had the top 15 video softwares on the market, it was probably number 100. And so it didn't even make or break into that 15 uh, number. What happened was it's really, really easy to use. And that's one of the benefits of it. However, I have steered clear of uh, that one particularly. I use Google Meet uh, for my business and my, core, my communication when I'm talking with customers. Um, however, I also uh, have used Skype or Google Meet. Um, there's a lot of options out there. And I think when we were talking about Zoom, it just keeps getting worse for them. If you're using Zoom right now, it's really easy to use. And unless you're really going to be talking about daisies and butterflies and, you know, did you hear what the weather's like, it's probably going to be okay. But if you're going to have communication with regards to uh, a privacy discussion, meaning it can't be shared outside of the discussion you're having, Zoom is not your choice of communicating. It is probably, I would even say Facebook would be better, and I'll get into that in a moment, but right now, yeah. Zoom has privacy issues. It's riddled with bugs. It's so bad, Google this morning announced that anyone in their company will be blocked from using Zoom at all in any premise uh, based on the fact that it does not allow for privacy issues to be managed. So it's not encrypted. Even worse, Bill, the information you're having those conversations on is using a Chinese server to filter through. And not that we can't trust the Chinese, but I can assure you that the Republic of China is getting a chance to see 
all the ways that we do education, all the conversations that are being had, and it's been mandated by government and hopefully Canada. I haven't heard the mandate yet, for, and maybe the Prime Minister will bring that up today, that please don't use Zoom for privacy discussions, but it is a serious concern. A lot of options available out there for free right now, folks. Zoom should not be one of them. It's actually got to the point where there's legal action against these guys, isn't there? Yeah, there's two. Two Last week was a class action lawsuit, and that was from privacy issues with encryption. This week, uh, on Tuesday, they got sued by their own shareholders over the base of their files not being secure in their own internal discussions. So um, they've got a fraud issue right now in regards to privacy and securities within their own uh, shareholder agree- shareholders. So it's not only external from those that are uh, concerned about using zoom internally i mean that's a real sign i mean i was making a joke on social media last week i'm like zoom has now claimed the tagline from mazda it's going zoom zoom it's going to be pretty much gone (laughs) i think you need to just accept the fact that this was one of those uh, successful failures bill we talk about that in industries where businesses come out of nowhere they climb because of a certainty a circumstance and because they weren't prepared and this goes for everyone starting a small business this is a pure example of how you can go from zero to hero and fail all at all in a matter of three weeks but if you want to talk puppy dogs and unicorns it's still okay puppies are, yeah. if puppies you don't mind if you don't mind somebody eavesdropping yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. you, mentioned, you mentioned Facebook. What's, what's going on with them? Well, we're all lonely, and you said that. We're all sitting there, and if you're, if you're single or you probably are, maybe you're dating, but you weren't, you know, connected with somebody in a long-term relationship, the old ways of doing it was you would go on Tinder, you go on, you know, Plenty of Fish, many apps out there, Match, um, and you would find your, find the other person, you chat with them a little bit, and then you'd maybe meet at a coffee shop or go out for dinner or, you know, maybe go for a walk. But now it's so limited, and we're not allowed to do any of those things. So Facebook launched a new app called tuned it's a new app you have to download it and what it does is it allows couples to connect with each other at a well yeah maybe you could do it in the home um you know michelle and i we always like to share little love notes on on stickies around the house but this would allow us to share uh think of it as a clipboard or a scrapbook and you can now put your photos your memories your your thoughts your little memoirs of each other and it comes with a spotify playlist so remember the old days you used to sit and make ca- uh, tape cassettes of, of oh, yeah. music and, and then you give it to the girl or the the guy you, you really were into or whatever and you would share that. Now you can just go to a Spotify playlist, check it off, add it to your Facebook tuned app, put a little love note in there, share it with that significant other and think of it as almost like a, an app for only two people to connect. So that one just came out to sort of hopefully bring love together and not separate us from a relationship standpoint. Excellent stuff. Uh, we had the TP crisis here when this whole thing started a few weeks ago. I, it, I guess it's eased a little bit, uh, yeah. although I still hear people talking about this. But leave it to somebody to come up with an innovative idea. It got us thinking about uh, that smallest room in the house and uh, a smart toilet. A smart toilet to a degree, and by the way, this sounds very kind of like, it may, it may sound a little inappropriate or gross, but honestly, this is very, very, uh, um, I would say, technologically breaking when it comes to the bathroom. Now, th- today, when we talk about going to the hospitals and everything, as we know, Bill, it's stay inside, try not to go to the hospital if you can. Well, what about when you have issues like, you know, blood in your stool, or you need to be tested for whatever reasons, you can't get to a lab anymore. These are areas of which are not going to be accessible to 
us, and maybe not in the very near future. So uh, all the toilet paper crisis that maybe happened in the past, there's a new uh, toilet uh, seat. It's actually a toilet seat cover. It was invented by the University of Stanford. And what it does is it takes a scan of urine, of stool, and it can match it directly to, if you can believe this, I didn't know this, but apparently the bottoms of all of us where we all excrement is very unique, like a fingerprint. So there is no two alike. It's like a little snowflake underneath all of us. And so in that, it's got this unique ability to scan, identify, I'm saying this without trying to keep a straight face. It scans your bottom, identifies it's you, confirms it's you, your snowflake at the bottom of you says it's Adam Oldfield. Then it will measure and do an analysis of your bodily excrement uh, waste, and then with the fingerprint as a confirmation biological check, it will then confirm it. Now, that's all fun and, and joking, but the reality is it will take that information, document it securely, and can share it with your medical professional. That, that is the key thing. So if it's, I need a stool sample, I need a urine sample, this actually would be able to be sent to a home, you would use it on your toilet seat, do the do the deed, do the check, and then it would be able to properly send the proper medical uh, uh, understanding back to your uh, uh, doctor or your surgeon or whatever. And this is so important right now because it hasn't stopped the, the crisis that people with, you know, maybe uh, medical concerns or otherwise, how are they getting tested? How do they get checked? This could be a great, great way to help us continue to stay isolated and get our results medically back. Right, exactly. It's a lot of people I know I've talked to in the last couple of weeks are concerned about this because they had tests or even, uh, you know, operational procedures that were supposed to be happening that aren't happening now and may not happen for quite some time to come. The other thing I want to ask you about, because the, we're trying to get some good news out of this too, is how some of these major companies are pivoting and say, you know what, we, we can help here with what we're going through here with COVID-19. And Apple is one of those companies. Apple, yeah, Apple made the announcement last week. Not only are they still launching a new iPhone, God help me how they're doing that. I don't know, Bill, but that's a separate discussion for next Tech Talk. But right now, what they're also claiming is they're going to make one million face shields um, for medical workers. They've announced that they're going to be doing a, a million face shields, and we've seen that with a lot of, like, Bauer. Uh, a lot of companies are coming out with this. What's interesting about the fact that, you know, we can see a brewery making sanitation. We can see a car company making ventilators. However, Apple going from iPhones and from uh, going from iPhones and, and, and iPads to making uh, protective gear, it really is a, an interesting dynamic or pivot. Um, what I find interesting, and this was my little tongue-in-cheek, all masks that Apple has made will not work with old chargers. So just be aware of that, by the way. It does not work with old chargers. Not that they charge in the first place, but um, that was sort of what's interesting is Apple has come up with these face masks, and I think that's going to be something we're going to be seeing in a lot of these companies. Is there, I mean, they've got trillions of dollars, so mm -hmm. they'll probably be able to work with sort of other uh, medical components. And I wouldn't be surprised when we come out of this if Apple is not only an iPhone technological company, but if we can expect to see the Apple brand on a ventilator, on masks, if we're going to see that branding on a lot of medical supplies that will be going into hospitals. All right. Uh, we always have to do a feature about robotics. You love robots. So what do we got going Robotic. here? 
I've solved the problem, Bill. Everybody's a little concerned about going into your pizza shop and picking it up. And I know we still got concerns with it being delivered and how safe is it and how clean is it. Well, there's a new product that came out of the out on the table. It's an artificially intelligent robot, and it looks like one of those big printers. Remember those old Panasonic printers? Um, back when we were in the radio station, we used to have like six huge printers to make yeah. one one printout, and it used to be a double sided and it fit a whole room. Anyway, this is a massive machine. And this will, in my opinion, it's going to save the pizza industry because it automatically will make uh, a pizza. It will prepare it. It will prep it. It will put the proper toppings on it. It links directly with someone signing in through an app. It will then create the pizza, not just one pizza, Bill. It will create 300 pizzas an hour ready, baked, ready to go out the door. It still requires a human to be able to deliver it, but from the element of pickup, this might be something we could be seeing a lot more in the pizza industry, and it only requires one to two people to be able to manage it, meaning safe in distance and uh, to maintain the machines, to, uh, to make sure you stock the machine. But automated pizza machines are going to look uh, are going to look like it's going to change. It's so this is something we need to factor into this. Uh, I'm going to jump into this because I know time's tight. Going into manufacturing and speaking of artificial intelligence, you can now rent robots. Yes. We talked about, well, robots are taking over the, uh, the, the future. Right now, we need them. And these artificial intelligent robots are not only making 300 pizzas an hour, they're now going to be able to help sort. You can now rent equipment. So if anyone wants to be able to start up a factory, and this is something really cool with what Doug Ford's been claiming, uh, Bill, with he's saying we're bringing manufacturing back to Ontario, and I'm really excited about what his claims are. How do we make it efficient, though? He's still got a challenge of efficiencies, and this is something that I look at. We can now create a warehouse, rent the artificial robots, meaning that you don't have to buy this heavy equipment, these sorting machines, allowing to make uh, uh, sorting different items, packaging it directly. It is now going to be available and affordable for a lot of new startup businesses to possibly set up an automated manufacturing right here in Ontario. Well, that's a great story because, as we know, an awful lot of startups, new businesses, uh, the biggest concern they have, one of the biggest challenges is capital costs, and this basically eliminates that. This removes it completely. And the factor of setup, the factor, and, and that's the big thing. A lot of companies right now, as we know, have been, well, I, I, you know, in my business right now, even talking from my end, Bill, I, I'm, uh, you know, my duck cleaning business has suffered quite a bit in this time. My agency is going crazy right now. We're hiring because we were already automated. We were online. We're already working from home. We've been remote since 2017 in all my offices, and it's been very, very beneficial. This is something that I look at and go, companies are now able to look at this and go, I have to make this change if I'm going to succeed, if I'm going to continue as a small business right now, I have to invest and not come at it with a capital cost of a million dollars. It could come in at $100,000 that the government is supporting and will, and will advise and bring help to it. This is not impossible for people to be able to do this anymore, Bill. Got a couple of minutes here. Uh, there are some people that have lost jobs are going to lose businesses and, and probably not open the doors again, even on the other side of this thing. But they want to reinvent themselves. They still want to do something. And e-commerce obviously is a big trend. What what are the where are the items? Where's the where's the push right now? Where's the uh, the the focus for e-commerce? Well, right now I can say, and, that, and that's why I'm really busy. Many companies are trying to get online, and this is why I brought this up. These are the top five 
Yeah, there was, by the way, 100. There's a list that's, uh, that, that's available. If you want to go to fpm3.com, I'll post all of them. If you're looking to go online and create an e-commerce uh, website, what would the, be the industry you would get into? Um, number one, and this goes without saying, is disposable gloves. That's up about 650%. Well, sure, yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Um, number two, though, <laughs> this one blew me away. It was, by the way, this was number 400 three months ago. Number 400 online. It's now number two in less than six weeks. Bread machines, Bill is now number two online uh, e-commerce site is bread. Bread machines that you could sell, bread machines. And by the way, building a, a website online like an e-commerce, they're called drop ships. Uh, that's where you can build a website and integrate it into Amazon or into Alibaba and otherwise. And you don't need to stock this stuff. You could just build the site, market it, use it as a channel. Bread machines is the number two item followed by cough and cold medicine, four is soups, five is, is dry greens and rice. The top 10 alone were mainly food products, cereals, uh, uh, like I said, bread machines, um, you know, medical supplies, as we mentioned. What was interesting is uh, in the top 10 was weight equipment. So uh, people working out from home. So a lot of people are looking to find, where can I buy weights? Where can I buy a treadmill? The, the home uh, gym is about to explode. And if you're looking to build up a business, that's the industry you may want to look at building or creating online. There's the tip of the week for you. Tech Talk, we do this every week uh, with Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing, brought to you by Vacuman. Uh, have a great Easter weekend. We'll talk to you again in a few days. Perfect. Thanks, Bill. You take care. Be safe. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.